Oh, Monty, uh, so glad that your life has been spared. And I wish you had, uh, you know, managed to get their names. So a big shout out to that police officer and, you know, the civilian that helped Monty in terms of the fire situation he was facing today. All right. So I did say that we are going to be in conversation with Fanny Setoha, who is the general manager for grants operations at Sasa. In fact, uh, he joins us on the line. Mr. Setoha, good morning to you. And thank you so much for your time this morning. Um, thanks a lot, Kathy, and uh, good morning to the SAFM listeners. And of course, we will give our listeners an opportunity to get in touch. Um, this is to, to ask questions directly to you. In terms of some of the problems that they have been facing, I know that I've been receiving uh, you know, lots of WhatsApp messages and voice notes over the last month since the reopening of the SRD uh, grant system was confirmed. And the the number to use this morning is 011-714-2006. That's the number to use to get in touch with us. On the WhatsApp line, you can use 0614-104-107. I'll take your voice notes and your messages on that line. So, Mr. Setoha, before we go far, I think perhaps just begin by explaining where we are in terms of the rollout of the extension for uh, these payments of the Social Relief of Distress Fund? Um, where we are at the moment, Kathy, is that we we have managed to uh, open up the system for clients to start applying effective the 6th of, um, of August 2021. And since we opened up uh, the channels for clients to apply, I can confirm that we have received, um, as of the 1st of September, we had received 12.2 million applications um, uh, that have come through. And of that 12 million applications, um, 6.8 million are amongst clients that um, had previously applied uh, in the in the old process and um, 5.4 million are clients that are, they are new they we never had them on our database as um, as applicants before so um, we have um, started with the approval process of this particular client um, and payments as well have already started we started uh, with payments Effective the 24th of um, of August, we commenced with paying the first batch of clients. I think we on the 24th when we started payments, we paid uh, just below 6,000 clients. On the 25th, we paid 276, and we've been ramping up payments like that. 26th, we paid 795,000. On the 30th, we had already uh, surpassed the the 1.9 million mark of clients that um, um, we have paid by the by the 31st of of August, we had already um, 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 paid um, uh, just around 4.7 million uh, clients that we have processed their their payments. But payments process are still continuing. Remember. Um, a part of our application to approval process involves us having to um, share our application 
data that we have received with a number of external uh, entities that we have relationship with to help us verify, confirm correctness of information that we have received. So uh, that's where we are at the moment. So uh, 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 approval and payment uh, processes are currently underway. Um, on a day-to-day, the numbers are growing um, as, as the days goes by. So let's just talk about the payments that have been made so far. So of the 6.8 million people that had previously uh, uh, previously received this grant and have now reapplied, so not all of those people have been have received payments in in, in as much as the first batch of payments is concerned. Um, let me correct you, Kathy. Mm. The six million returning clients, we are not implying that they were previously paid. We're saying they previously applied. Okay, okay. So they could have applied, approved, or they could have applied, rejected back then. So all we, what we're saying is that of the 12 million, 6.8 million are returning clients and 5.4 million are clients that we never had before in our database. So effectively, when you look at those numbers, you are seeing an increase in the number of people overall that want to be able to access this grant. Yes. Now, one of the challenges that people have been raising is that some of them had been previously approved, but they're now being declined for the grant so in in as far as the criteria goes speak to us about what it is that sasa is looking at so what does one need to do in order to qualify for this grant and what are the things that disqualify an an individual uh, from being able to access this grant um Kathy, you will recall that um we are not law unto ourselves there is uh, regulations that have been published and the regulations are, have been made um available to the public the requirements are in there and one of those uh, few basic requirements are that um at least that person when they apply they they must at least be a south african or a permanent resident or a refugee registered on the Home Affairs database, alternatively, um, they should be a holder of a special Angolan, uh, they should be a holder of a special permit under the special Angolan dispensation, otherwise the Lesotho exemption permit dispensation, alternatively the Zimbabwean exemption uh, permit dispensation, or they should be an asylum seeker whose uh, Section 22 permit or a visa um, is still valid or was valid as of the 15th of uh, March, 2020, March 2020. So that is the first uh, uh, condition. But the second condition is that any person to qualify to apply, they, they should also be currently residing within the borders of the Republic at the time when they do their application. Um, if, they, if, if that is the case, then they should at least be of... Um, a minimum age of 18 years and above, and they must also be uh, 60 years uh, or below. They must be below 60 years because if you are 60 years, you shouldn't be uh, wasting time applying for the SRD 350, but you must be applying for an old age grant, which is even of a bigger value. 
And at the time that they apply, they must be unemployed. They must not be receiving any social grants in respect of themselves. And they must not be receiving any unemployment insurance fund benefit. And they must not be qualifying to receive one. You may not be receiving it, but only to find that you were employed somewhere in, um, in, August, in, um, in, in August or July or June, and you never went and claimed your benefit. If you, if, if you, you fall within that category as well, you don't qualify to apply for this grant. If you do, we will decline you. You should not be receiving any stipend from any national student financial aid scheme and any other financial aid. We know there are students out there that are being uh, subsidized by government through the NSFAS program. So if they are already uh, being, uh, having been approved on the other end, uh, receiving benefits or approved to receive, they can't be applying for this uh, grant. Otherwise, we are going to decline them. They must not be receiving any other government COVID-19 response support, which is um, provided through any other government entity. If we do become aware of such, we will also decline them because uh, uh, of avoiding uh, double dipping. They must not be a resident um, in a government-funded or subsidized institution. An example is of a typical institution is, uh, is an old-age home um, or any related facility or a, a prison is a, is a typical example because if you are in a prison, you are basically yeah, the state is, is the food that you eat, the state is paying for it, the lights, the bed, you, you, you are being taken care of fully by the state. You can't be wanting to to apply for an SRD 350. All right. So those are the, the conditions that are supposed to be met by potential uh, uh, applicants. All right. So, uh, Mr. Setoha, I, I want us to try and get through as many questions as uh, people have. So to the extent possible, if you can try and keep your responses <laughs> as succinct as possible, please. A message here from uh, Zandisile says, I applied for the SRD grant and selected the cash send option, but I still have not received anything. My status says it's been approved. I've been trying to change uh, the banking details, but uh, the Sasa website does not give me the option uh, for changing those bank details because it says it's not working. I'm stressed. It's closing on the 10th, yet the option has not worked once and I need the money. I don't have any food. Um, let me indicate that the text send option, I think Zandi is correct. We had approved the clients that have uh, opted for case send as an option. But what we have not started doing is we, um, we have um, 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 a bit of uh, delays in concluding um, our contractual obligations with the, the, the different uh, banking institutions that um, have been, um, that are authorized to be able to pay um, or help us with payments of case send. So yes, I can acknowledge that um, for case send we have um, some uh, uh, technical delays in concluding the the contractual uh, agreement. But as far as uh, uh, verification and an approval part, we are we are ready. Uh, as soon as the contractual obligations are concluded, we will then be able to um, um, to the clients will then be able to to go and withdraw their money. How much longer are you expecting it to take? And are there particular banks uh, that are affected by this? 
Um, it, it is all banks that um, we are uh, uh, who are assisting us. We have not concluded uh, those agreements. Uh, like I said, uh, I can't confirm right now whether we will be done uh, by this week. But I think we we um, possibly sometimes towards the end of next week we one might be able to give you an update in terms of uh, how far we are with that. So basically, the people that have chosen the cash send option, they have not received their monies and are unlikely to receive any money until the contracts with the banks are concluded. Until the contracts, until we are done with the with our contractual uh, um, uh, discussions with the banks. Yes. Okay, uh, let me go to Nzunga. You're calling us from Falyun Skruen. Good morning, Nzunga. Uh, good morning, Katie. Uh, good morning to you and good morning to your guests. Sure. I know it's a question that has been asked before, but I just want to indicate on Sasa that is pure incompetence. You cannot implement something that you have not concluded, especially with people who are unemployed and even not getting any of the income. You can even hear from uh, the latter question by the person who asked about the cash send issue. The person is frustrated, does not have food, but you as Sasa come in and implement something that you did not conclude on, you are the same as post office. Because people go to post office and queue and come back without having money. You are not different to post office. You must get your books in order so that you pay three fifties to the people. We cannot tolerate this. Our people want the money that they have applied for. You gave them an option. It should have been concluded before you bring it on. Thank you, Katie. All right. All right, Nzunga. Thanks for the call. Sviso, you're calling from Durban. Morning, Sviso. Good morning, Kathy, and good morning to your guest. Um, part of my question has been answered with regard to the uh, other payment. But um, I'd like to find out, is there a way for one to go onto the website and check if uh, um, the process has gone through and perhaps to see how long it will take or when they will get paid? When when you say uh, and, ask, see, and ask if the process has gone through, explain, be more specific for me, which process... Yeah. To check whether it, it, it's been approved, the application. Okay. Well, I did okay. Yeah. So, so uh, to check if your application has been approved online. Yes. All right. Great. And that is Sitoha. Yeah. Um, yes. There is a wait for uh, clients to check if their applications have been approved or declined. Um, the channel which the applicant has utilized to apply. They can actually use that. If they used WhatsApp, they can go back to WhatsApp and go choose an option of checking the status about their grant. Alternatively, if they use the uh, the website to apply, uh, even if they did not use the website to apply, they can always go into the website or go in, uh, through the, 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 the WhatsApp and check the progress about the applications. Uh, and hence, Casey, you had indicated that there is a number of clients that are wanting to know what is happening because they can see that they have been approved. How they see is because they went back to the application, uh, to those access channels, and ch- and, 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 and chose an option mm-hmm. of checking the status about their grant. I've got a lot of people that are asking me why their approval does not have a date, an expected date of payout. Um, it is it is possible, Kathy, for some of the clients um, n- n- not to have the expected date of payout. An example is um, f- 
for one, clients that have um, opted to be paid by cash send. Remember, we had approved the application, but uh, the payout part is pending those contractual obligations that uh, we have to conclude. Mm. So surely it won't have a date of payout um, as, as, as the first issue. The second issue is, um, is clients that um, would have uh, submitted the application and they would have not provided us with any bank accounts. Remember, in the, in the previous process, we, we used to take an application of a client, um, uh, preside on it, in other words, approve it, and thereafter send them a communication and say to them, give us your bank account details or choose an option between cash send or an account where we can pay you. Now, at that time, many clients did not respond to those messages. So with this new application process, what we had done, we had then brought forward the option for a person to give us an, uh, an account or to choose an option, we made it to be amongst the first three steps before you you even finalize your application. Mm. But so, still, yeah, yeah. still even, even like that, we still have clients that are submitting the applications and, not, and they're not telling us where they must be paid. So, so yeah, under- yeah. So, 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 so the point that Nzunga is is raising about the fact that effectively you have given clients an option that is is not working, which means that they have been disenfranchised by by that move. Why why did you do that, Kathy? You must understand that um, we we have been enhancing this process at the same time that we have been enabling access to the grant. If you look, the first few days that we had started, we had ensured that we will allow, because on the 30th of April, all contracts that we had came to an end because the, the grant ended on the 30th of April. So in May, June, July, we had no contract. We were not taking any application. So when the president announced at the end of July, it meant a few things. One, we need to uh, bring back the channel and improve it. Two, we need to restart the contractual um, agreement. And we are using a, a, a number of entities in this process. So amongst the, the contracts that we were able to successfully conclude at a very early age, at a very early stage, are, co- are contracts that um, for entities that are helping us with the application to approval process part. But we had um, a few contracts that we, we, we concluded uh, midway through the, the applications being submitted. So, and the case send one, is one of those few contracts that um, um, were, were, were delayed in terms of being concluded. So this has been a, um, a, a, a um, work that has been done in, in um, a parallel to applications being received. And hence, we have 12 million applications that uh, were, were received, and hence payments have started. People that have opted to be paid through banks um, money has already started uh, flowing in. 
And so is catch send. It will be. They will get money shortly, as uh, the minute we conclude this. And this and what about the the post office? Can the people who uh, chose the cash send option is there no way for them to get the money from the post office? Um, Tessie, you should be the last one that suggests that you. The last time we, I was on this call with the CEO of Sasa, and you crucified us that. Um, why are we allowing the overcrowding? So what I'm getting from you is that you'd want us to go create, increase the problem at the post office. I, I don't think we, you are really being fair to us, but we can't do that. Um, and hence we had availed mm. this, all of these other options okay. so that we, we don't go over bed and the post office infrastructure. There's improvements that are, that, are being, uh, that are being attempted in that space to try and um, re- re- reduce the amount of pressure which the post office had. Right. It will not be a correct thing. Uh, these people are going to be paid, Kathy. Uh, we're not saying that we're going to take seven months to conclude this engagement um, um, at all. All right, fair enough. Uh, let me go to Dr. Sipo Sitole. You're calling us from Johannesburg. Dr. Sitole, good morning. Hi, so I want to see you. Yes. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm going to be quick because I want to leave this question to you to probe it further. And when I first heard it, I didn't believe it, but I've just heard now a government official saying that someone who's already indigent, who's already getting a state grant, let's say a kid who's been going through secondary up to high school, has been getting a a, a state grant, and this kid suddenly passes with flying colors, needs to go to university, and then apply for government support like NSFAS. That government says, if you are already getting branch and 50 rand or whatever the amount is, you cannot go to university and apply. You can't qualify. I have never heard such illogical uh, uh, thing coming from our state in a developmental state. I need you, please, Kathy, to probe our listen on the radio. How does that make sense? How is it that someone who was only surviving on 350 suddenly is supposed to have money to go to university? Mm. Look, yeah, you know, Dr. Sitole, I think maybe let me give uh, Mr. Sitoha an opportunity to clarify. I thought it was the other way around, that if you are already receiving a stipend from NESFAS, you can't apply for the grant. But let me give him a chance to clarify. Dr. Sitoha? Um, Katie, you are correct. It is the other way around. And I'm actually looking at at the regulations. It says you should not be receiving any other government COVID-19 support, including a steep end from the National Student Financial Aid. So basically what we are saying is that if you are already receiving an NSFAS steep end, if you're already receiving it, you don't qualify to receive the SRD350. So Dr. Sipositole has got his facts upside down. He, he should swap what he had said around. Okay, let me take a, uh, more messages. Uh, and I must say, Dr. Setoha, there are so many calls and messages that are coming in for you, and we simply aren't going to have to um, going to have enough time. So I'm going to uh, take liberties and keep the door open and invite you again next week. Uh, please, if you can, if you can squeeze us into a schedule again. Uh, Pochiso is saying I applied for uh, the 350 grant. I was declined. The reason being alternative source of income identified and the last payment i got was from sasa my cousin was also declined for the same reason and she only receives the child support grant 
Um, Kathy, by now I think you should be aware of my response. Um, the personal circumstances of um, the applicants can change any time. One minute they are not working, the other month or second or third month somebody could be having some temp- temporary work that is doing somewhere else. So if they have been declined, we have a recourse mechanism which is provided for in the, in the regulations, the same regulations that allows them to apply also provides for a, rec- a, a recourse mechanism which they can follow. They can actually lodge a, um, an appeal, um, uh, and once they've re- we had received the appeal, we will then um, take their details, uh, uh, re-verify them against the, the latest database. We will even go dig deeper into their personal bank account to, to confirm if indeed there is literally nothing that goes in there. So, 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 so they, for, they have yeah. a recourse mechanism to follow. So for people who had been receiving the grant previously, like uh, uh, like Bohiso here, who is saying that the, the last income that they received was from Sasa, uh, does your system automatically identify that? Yes. So the people that have, might have received this SRD grant for uh, this SRD 350 grant for two, three consecutive months. It does not imply that they were approved once and they were uh, given on a monthly basis. No. Each month is treated differently. So on a monthly basis, we treat the applicants like we don't know them. We re-verify them afresh mm-hmm. to confirm if there hasn't been any changes. But if there is uh, any of the uh, applicants out there who's really adamant that they don't have anything, they are welcome. We have a, rec- a recourse mechanism which uh, um, can be followed for them to be able to, um, to, uh, to have their details re-scrutinized further, even with uh, additional more entities to confirm if they don't have uh, uh, any income. Mr. Setoha, yeah. Katie, there is yeah. many clients that had applied. I can tell you that we had learned that some of the clients that have applied are actually having businesses. But they've submitted applications and said they uh, they would want to apply for the SRT 350. Um, so if there is somebody out there who is adamant, we will subject them to a additional reverification mechanism. And um, if um, we were on the uh, we if, if there was a mistake that we did, we'll, we'll definitely accept our mistakes and um, and and correct it. Mr. Setoha, just lastly, I'm getting a lot of messages from women, it seems, who are receiving the child grant, but they are unemployed and they are being disqualified for um, this grant. What is happening with that? Why are they being disqualified? Um, Kathy, you will recall that with normal SR, with normal um, social grants, we, we used a, a different uh, system and the the number of entities that we were verifying the details of the applicants were not the same with the ones with the with what we are using on the SRD 350. The SRD 350 system that we we are utilizing is extremely more advanced. We are able to access a whole lot of other external databases. So the fact that a person is a caregiver and receiving CSG does not imply that they, the rest of the conditions 
outlined in the directions as I read them must not be met. Receiving CSG, yes, is one condition, but do you meet the rest of the other conditions that I, I've, uh, I've read through earlier on? If any of those conditions are not met, a person will be declined. So, so, so what are you saying? Are you saying that people who are receiving grants for children that they don't qualify for this uh, 350 rand? That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying an applicant must still meet the other conditions. Remember, amongst those conditions that I went through earlier on was that um, uh, that particular person must be must not be um, in receipt of any other support um, from government. And 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 by, by that, I'm not I'm not referring to a CSG. I'm referring to any other COVID-19 support. There must not be. Um, uh, uh, receiving any financial financial aid from the state through the the, the student um, uh, um, uh, subsidy, which is provided by the by the Ministry of Education through NSFAS. So, so what I'm saying is, the rest of those conditions that are there must still be met, in right. addition to a person being a a, a CSG recipient or a all right, Mr. Setoha, we are completely out of time. Like I said, we will be in touch to reconfirm to have you again, possibly uh, on the show next week. There are just too many requests, but uh, yeah, I'm very late for news. And Musa is standing by with your latest 10 o'clock news.